They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Hello, hello, everyone. I am so excited to share with you our guest today. We have a very special guest for you. I have Cami Geldner, and she is a very powerful woman. She has done so many things. She's the founder of the Extraordinary Women's Radio, a podcast featuring widely, widely successful women that are making an impact in the world. First of all, I absolutely love that, that there are women that are making such an impact and you are featuring them in this. This is so cool. So your podcast was actually named the Best Business Podcast for 2018 People's Choice Award. I love that. And Cami, you were named in 2020 the 25th Most Powerful Woman in Business listed in the Colorado Women's Chamber of Congress. That is so just extraordinary. And I absolutely love that. And I'm super excited to have you on my podcast today and share your story. So today, I know you're going to share with us some really cool things about stories because my podcast is all about stories. And you are actually going to share with us a little bit about this. So I'm going to just let you talk a little bit more. Tell us um, about this powerful storytelling that you talk about. Oh, Donna, thank you. First of all, I just want to say thanks for having me on your show. It's, it's an honor to be here. And I, I do love to talk about story. Story is, is an intricate part of our journey in life. Obviously. I mean, we have, we have thousands and thousands of stories that shape us into who we are. And we have, you know, I believe we've been put on this earth for a reason and we have experiences and life opportunities that show up that all build on each other and really start to guide us into the work that we're meant to be doing in the world and how we're meant to show up. So I think there's so many clues in our stories. Mm, so true. So how do how did you kind of figure out how to share your story and what part of your story to share? Well, you know, like I said, I have like just as many stories as everybody. So, right. And then that can be really confusing when we have so many different stories to be able to tune back into. And, you know, I can go back through my life and there's been some very transformational stories in my life that, you know, really took me into different directions. So perhaps one of the very first ones is, you know, I was in the corporate world for 20 plus years. I was a busy executive. I was flying around the world. I had a, a team that was all based all around the world. And it got laid off one day, right? So it was one of those days that I got laid off. It shook my world to the core because that was who I 
had been in my life. That's what I'd wrapped up my stories in, you know, so I've been, all of my stories were based in that, you know, executive me role. And suddenly that was all gone. And I had to kind of just strip back to the bare, who am I? What, what, what is it that about me? And so trying to find that reconnection back to myself. And in that same year, I lost my dad. And actually just a month later after I lost my job. And so it was very much a transformational year. One of those years that, you know, I will always go back to and look at as that was a year that, you know, I, I shifted out of the corporate role and it didn't take, it wasn't that year that I started the, the entrepreneurial journey because I just didn't know what the heck I was going to do. I, I was really kind of lost. And I took a lot of time that year to just slow down and be in nature and, you know, get out and breathe my horse's breath or watch the baby birds learn to fly and all these different things that, that gave me this opportunity to slow down. And I think the probably a really meaningful, meaningful part, especially for right now was this was the year 2008 and there was a big shift happening in 2008 and um, it was the, the year that the market failed. So I was saying that my first gift was I got laid off. My second gift was it was the year 2008. So there wasn't another VP of marketing job to be found. And so I had to, I, I couldn't just jump back in, which is what I would have done. I totally would have just jumped back in. And I think, you know, we think about the times right now, there's going to be people shifting and changing directions and some of their identity may get stripped away just like mine did back then. And when we look at that as, a, and it's hard to see it in that way when you're in the midst of it, right? You really, it's really hard to see that, oh gosh, there's a, a silver lining with, with, with these big changes. But if we just really tune back into that, who we are, the strength of, of our gifts of us, our stories that have shaped us, we start to see clues of what else is possible in our life. What else might come, you know, what else might come for us? So I actually played in my stories for about 17 months after I got laid off before I finally figured out I had, you know, this epiphany moment that, that came to me in a, in a given day. And I started, I found the clarity on, I wasn't supposed to go back to the corporate world that I was actually supposed to do something else. And so that was almost 11 years ago. And, uh, you know, it's life has never been the same since. And it's been an amazing journey. Wow. So I can't imagine losing your job in a corporate world. I'm sure you were making really good money. And today, there's so many people that are dealing with this very same thing because of COVID. So, you know, and then you shortly lost your dad right after that. So you had a lot of challenges going on. What was it that, that pulled you from that depth of despair to find yourself? I mean, you said you did certain things to listening to the birds. It sounded like you were really trying to be mindful. So was there like this epiphany of something that, that, that really like clicked for you? Well, I definitely had an epiphany moment. I mean, it was, I was in a place one day where I was, you know, it was 17 months into after I'd been laid off and it was, I was actually upset. I was working with a coach. I'd been doing all this internal work, trying to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. And I'd been going on interviews and I kept going on these interviews going, oh God, I hope I don't get that job. You know, I just, just didn't want to go there. I was like, I mean, I just had that feeling that there was, there was something else, but I just didn't know what it was. And so 
she said to me, my coach on that day, she said, why don't you go out and breathe the breath of your horse today? And I'm like, okay. I mean, I've been a horse person my whole life, but it was a very magical moment because in that moment was when I got out there, it was a snowy day here in Colorado. And there was, you know, I was, I was trudging through the snow. My mare was at the gate. I stopped and I put my, no, my nose down, my mouth down to hers. And we were just kind of breathing back and forth. And then I took this deep breath and I turned around and put my back up to her back. And I just leaned into her. And I, I just had all of this vision all of a sudden that I wasn't supposed to be going, you know, that I was supposed to be doing something different. And within a month, I was in Northern California. And part of my journey was, was that I became an equine guided coach. The horses really brought me into the field of coaching. And I ended up in Northern California getting certified as an equine guided coach and you, never looked back. Say that again. What is it called? An equine guided coach. So oh, really bringing horses, oh. bringing horses into coaching work. So today I have, I do retreats with my horses for my VIP clients as I help women really raise up their voice and their visibility and grow their businesses. But I bring the horses into their programs in a, in a summer retreat where the horses really help people kind of break through things just like they did for me back in that day, right? It was like that that just helped me just see things in a different way. And that's what, I, you know, I bring the horses into the work with my clients today. And they, you know, as they're breaking through into telling, you know, putting their voice out in bigger ways, they're stepping into their fears, they're stepping into, you know, whatever it might be like wanting them to play small, because it can be scary growing your business and stepping up and putting your voice out into to the world. And the horses are just such a beautiful partner in helping my clients learn to step into that strength of who they are, that light of who they are. And own what message that they're meant to give into the world and put in and you know really find the courage to stretch and grow with that the horses are a beautiful partner for that wow i absolutely love that because i also am a coach and and you know just finding that i mean i remember the same kind of feeling and i I absolutely love horses, by the way. Oh, cool. Uh, and the smell of horses brings back memories from when I was a child. And so I can really relate with that. So you have these retreats, you bring women in, and they then have this kind of aha moment that right. you bring them in with these animals, these these horses. Ah, what a great experience. I actually might have to think about bringing or doing this. So you do you do this only in Colorado or where? I do it in Colorado generally. And um, I've got two retreats this summer, um, each with one spot left in them. So I'm just going to drop that okay. seed out there. Yeah, yeah. This is great because I have like, you know, my my tribe and and we're always looking for new, really cool things to do. And I absolutely love this idea. So I want to hear a little bit more about it. So what can they get from this? I know that you said you'll you'll experience this kind of aha moment and maybe finding out what you're supposed to bring to the world. But is there, I mean, what do the women say they bring from this actual experience? You know, it's really amazing is that every woman takes away exactly what they're meant to, to, to you know, to, to take away from that experience. 
and people may come into the experience expecting this is what I'm going to get out of this weekend, right? You know, and often we do that when we're going into a retreat or a conference or something like that. And sometimes there's deeper things within us, right? That wants to bubble up, that wants to, that really wants to be released from within us. So I think that we get all kinds of beautiful, magical forces around us, you know, the universe, whatever you want to call that kind of, oh, it takes us into this different dimension of being able to connect to our inner wisdom. And I think that's the biggest piece of this is that, you know, we get so busy doing, doing, doing all the time. And, you know, and as, as you know, as a horsewoman, as you, you know, you've been around horses, you know, that it actually puts us in a different zone. It puts us in a, like a different space. And it's like just getting out into nature does the same sort of thing for me. I can get out into nature and I can feel, I can feel lightness come about. I can feel openness and expansion come about and the horses do the same sort of thing. So, you know, every person coming into the retreat is in a different place. They are working through different things in their life. And um, we use a lot of just slowing down and breathing, you know, breathing differently, breathing with nature. And what happens is the layers start to peel back for us. The layers of, of um, things that we're holding from an ego perspective, things that, you know, just really get into that core essence of who we are. And again, we're going back to the stories. I play a lot with stories, even in the retreats, we're looking at the stories of what lights you up in, in your life. And, you know, just asking questions that, you know, if, if, if you're thinking back in your, in your life, what, what are the stories in your life that, that really light you up? Or if you're, a, if you're a, for example, if you're a coach, you could be asking, think back to this past year of the clients that, you know, just are the stories in your client with your clients that are most meaningful, because there's probably some really poignant ways to look at your strengths and your passions and your values. And the horses will engage and interact with us. And, you know, you just get curious about that horse is totally disengaged from us right now. Why is that? Or this horse just came into us and, and is really engaged with us. What's going on in your body that you're feeling somatically? Are you feeling lightness? Are you feeling, you know, is, is, is a new idea bubbling? And usually it's like when you get those moments like that, you can start to see, oh my gosh, that's the most, that idea is something for me to really follow up on. I just love that whole concept <laughs> of what you're doing. What if this is such a beautiful thing? And you're right, animals, they can sense how we feel, don't they? Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, as the horse comes in, you know that you're in this really cool space, this beautiful, like loving space. And and as it goes away, we know that we're far from that, maybe more in a a ego state. So yeah. I really just love your message and what you're doing to help these, these women to find their purpose and what their message is in the world. So you talk about stories and, and finding your story. So this is kind of, it sounds like part of it. Mm -hmm. so how mm -hmm. do you expand their stories from that? How do they how did they go deep to know which story to share? Because we all have stories, right? right I mean, right. that's what my podcast is about. But what is the story that really is that, you know, that real story? The right one for you. Share. Yeah. So what I take my clients through is a journey of, you know, connecting to who they are, their essence, and then starting to step into their brand and building a brand that only they can own because they're unique, right? Every person is unique. So that's the journey where I start people. 
And as they start to find that unique brand of who they are and learn to start to speak their client's love language, meaning we speak to our client's aspirations, not their pains and you know what's, what's all the fears, we really get to moving into, and, and we hear, we, we're taught that a lot in the world of, of marketing, right? I mean, I'm a, I'm a trained marketer. I mean, by, I mean, that's, I went, to, that's what I've done, right? My whole career. But I really believe that we need to flip it on its head and say, start speaking to our clients' aspirations. So we're speaking to what their desires are. And it's much more expansive. It's, it's, it's a much more powerful way to attract clients into our business and the right clients, attract the right clients into our business. So as we get clear about how we're really branding and marketing ourselves, and the, the question I love to ask people is, is if the whole world could hear one message from you, what would it be? And you start to think about what your unique message is to the people that you serve mm-hmm. and the change that you want to make, the, the impact that you want to make in the world. And when you start finding that clarity, and it's, it's a message that is short, it's memorable, it's, it's a way to, you know, it's, it's about creating change in the world. And it's something that you really are putting a stake in the ground around what that stands for. So once you find that clarity around that one message that you want to be known for, you can ask yourself, what's my story related to that? Because that's the core thing. That is the core thing that you really want to leave. I mean, that you want that message. And there's all kinds of things that support that, that core thing. You know, there's, there's different components to it, different teachings that you bring to the world that really support that one core thing that the whole world could hear one message from you. And if you look at that, you start saying, okay, what's the thread that really takes me back to that. So for, for example, for, for me, I, 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 I love to talk about that. I believe women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs right now, right? So that is, a, that is something that I just truly believe with every component of my, my body, right? And so I'm often talking about, you know, how have I tapped back into my wisdom? And how is it, how am I showing up in purpose around that wisdom? And so those are the stories that I like to bring to the forefront. So that women that you're talking to, right? You're right. really trying to draw that out. I love that. And, and it's very authentic. Um, I love that you're, cause you're coming from your core. You're right. coming from what you really believe in and in it, it just resonates out of you. So it doesn't, it's not like you're trying to sell them something that you don't believe in. It's something right. you much believe in. And you said a really important word for me. You said resonate, right? It resonates from within you. And I think, and I want to just stop, capture that word because it is such an intricate part of my work. It's, it's how we resonate matters. Mm-hmm. And people fall in love with us because of our souls, not because of our faces. So how do we, how do we raise up how we resonate? And that's another piece of the work that I do. And I actually, the horses bring a, a most powerful way because they strip out all that that noise that is around us that we're holding on to energetically. So um, I actually call it the R factor. How we resonate is the R factor. And it, it ties to our mindset. It ties to how we take care of our bodies, the vessels that we're, we're within. It ties to how we spirit, how anybody, you know, however anybody spirits, because everybody is different in how they spirit, but knowing how you spirit and knowing what your purpose is, and then the fourth component of our factor is really how is the community that we're, we choose to be in. Are we in a community that's uplifting to us or are we in a community that kind of pulls us down? 
And so making the right choices. So we can always look at those four factors, the mindset, the body, the spirit, and the community, and just think, how do I feel on all, all of these on any given day? And we'll really start us into a journey of resonating on a higher vibe. Oh, I just love this. <laughs> I'm definitely going to research, Cami, some of your stuff and check you out. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out about this retreats and, and some of the things that you offer for women? How do they find you? So my website is camigelner.com. But even a better place to reach out to me is on my Facebook group, which is called Extraordinary Women Connect. And you can just, you can put into a URL, you can put women raise up into a URL and it will actually drop you over to Extraordinary Women Connect. And that's a way to, you know, just join into my community. I, I'm always doing fun things, amaz- amazing things at groups about connecting great women to great women. And it's all about raising up each other's voices and, you know, getting out into the world and doing amazing things. Well, that sounds awesome, Cami. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Now, at the end of my sessions, I always ask, what made the biggest transition for you? So you went through losing your job. You went through losing your dad. And you now share this message for women. But how did you turn that around? What was the biggest transition for you to make that shift? I think it's really, and for me, it was very much a journey back to who I am as at my very core. So that's where all of my work starts with as this, you know, this coming back to who you are, these stories that have shaped you into who you are, your strengths, your passions, your values, you know, really starting to come back home to you will help you. Right. Exactly. And it's, and it's like becoming friends with that inner wisdom that's there. Right. Of that. Yeah. Becoming friends with who you are, your soul, Mm -hmm. feel what you think. Um, Right. That just really resonates with me. So thank you so much again, Cami. And um, we are just so, I'm so grateful to have you on the show today and to share your wonderful message. Mm -hmm. Using these beautiful animals to help others to find their way, these beautiful women to find their way. So thank you again for being a part of our show today. Well, thank you for having me and I'll have to get you out to Colorado. Yes, yes. I will definitely be checking that out. You bet. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. My name is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.